women who is fed up with a man who don't ever take charge and always waits for you to tell him what to do are you frustrated with a man who avoids making decisions you are not the only one eliot katz has heard this complaint from many women in his new book how to get your man to wear the pants so you don't have to inspiring him to make more decisions take the lead and stop leaving it all to you he shares strategies on how a women can inspire a man to stop leaving this entire burden on her so in today's episode let us chat with eliot katz on this interesting topic this is the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future folks i am your host navin samala just a fellow it professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe through the guiding voice we help successful leaders share their knowledge and wisdom with the world so that our audience will acquire more knowledge per every minute by tuning into the guiding voice than any other podcast in this space thank you so much for joining me and we are extremely pleased to have eliot part of tgv's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe eliot hearty welcome to the guiding voice and i'm super excited to have you here okay great to be here thank you for having me all right so let's get started so eliot maybe you can briefly share your career journey and the top 3 things that have helped you so far well i i've done a lot of writing before i i started writing these books i i was a speech writer for politicians i did that for many years wrote for a lot of speech writers a lot of politicians and then i i you know i was married and then i i got divorced and and like a lot of men at first a lot of people at first i blamed the other person then i came to the point of asking myself what do i have to learn from all this i don't want to go through this again and to me that was really a pivotal point because you know when you just blame the other person you're not growing and you're very likely just to end up in the same situation again and and people often say that you know the first time you blame the other person the second time it's like well, what, what do we have in common here i'm in common so that that really set me off on a journey to to learn well there must be some wisdom that i can learn from all this and that led to me writing this book actually the interesting thing is I actually wrote a book before the, this one for men called being the strong man a woman wants timeless wisdom on being a man and in that book it coaches men to take leadership to sh- make decisions to sh- take responsibility too often men just avoid making decisions and then blame their wives when things go wrong and and they and women don't appreciate that they're very frustrated with men like that because they want men to take responsibility and a lot of women contacted me and said well how do i get my man to take charge more than home how do i get him to wear the pants and not leave every decision to me you know a lot of men think if i just do whatever the woman wants you know that she should be happy but she's not and and they don't understand why the woman's frustrated with with them but the woman she always has to tell a man what to do it makes her feel like he's a child and she is his mother and she doesn't want to be his mother and and you know really the fascinating thing for me on this journey is i thought you know this is just me maybe me and my friends <laughs> maybe just people in canada maybe just kind of the united states but it's all over the world because the first book was uh translated to 24 languages around the world and it was also published in india by a publisher in india so it it's really a kind of thing that men have to learn it just doesn't come naturally to a lot of men let's talk about the first book in a while and uh, before that let's jump into this uh, topic and you can probably cover why men are refusing to take lead of day to day responsibilities at home that's a great question well because a lot 
a lot of reasons. One is they weren't really taught this generation of men. You know, they, they go to, they watch television, men are portrayed as buffoons. They didn't really have, you know, fathers who, who didn't, weren't role models to them that a man has to be, take charge and show leadership, not be controlling, not be domineering, not be toxic, none of those things. But a man who just, it comes home and asks his wife, well, what should I do? Just tell me what to do. I'll do it. And he can, he thinks he's a great guy. He does, he washes the dishes. He changes diapers. He does all these things. They, they never are taught. And I tell you, so many men that I coach will say to me, no one's ever told me this, you know, told me this before. Why didn't someone tell me this? I, you know, I teach men who are divorced. I said, you know, they say to me, if someone would have told them this, taught them this while they were still married, they probably wouldn't be divorced today. People just don't, they, they weren't, they didn't, they weren't taught it. And so I tell men, women, you know, in this second book, you could teach your man how to wear the pants and be the kind of man you want. But it's just like, you know, years ago in North America, there was a show called Father Knows Best. It was in the 1950s. And people think this is this old-fashioned show. But in that show, the father came home, and he became aware of what was going on in his home. He solved problems, and he stepped forward. He says, there's a problem. Here's how we can solve it. He didn't, he didn't come home and say to his wife, what do you want me to do? Tell me what to do. I'll do it. Whatever you want. And I tell men, never say whatever you want. Because that's what... The, you know, a woman will say, what should we do? And the man will say, whatever you want, you decide. Don't ever say that. She'll get very frustrated with you. Quite interesting. <laughs> now, now, let's talk about the women part. What are women doing wrong, which is encouraging this attitude of men? Well, you know, it's not really, they're not doing it wrong. They're just not doing the right thing. I don't like to say they're doing it wrong. Because, you know, men and women speak different languages. So a woman will say, you know, you're not doing enough at home. And what are we talking about? I come home, I do this, I do that, I do all these things. I'm going nonstop until I collapse from exhaustion. And 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 he can't understand. Like he thinks she's just being over dramatic, overly dramatic. A woman really has to say instead of saying, you know, you're not doing enough. Say, no, I appreciate all that you do. You help with the kids. You help with the you know the laundry, the dishes, the the grocery shopping. I appreciate all that you do, but I need you be more involved in the thinking and planning and what they call, you know, some people call it emotional labor, like thinking, how, how are we going to solve these problems? What are the day-to-day responsibilities here and the problems that we face? How do we deal with them? Like, you know, you see a problem with your son and your daughter, like, don't just say, what, what should we do? Say, and I did some research and I think this is the solution to this problem. I think this is what we can do. If you do this, I'll do this. And I think we can solve this problem. They really want you to like, Use your thinking, and the irony is, a lot of men—they're—they're they're leaders at work. They—they they are always pro- solving problems. They see a situation, they take initiative. They say, "I think this is what we need to do." But when they come home, they're like—they're just become passive, and they say, "Okay, just tell me what to do. I'll do it." And so it's really for men. It's really not that hard because in the workplace, most men do show initiative. Just apply that at home. Don't think your wife knows better. You both know a lot. You both should trust your own judgment. Just just step forward and do it. So a woman should say, you know, I, I, if a man says, if she asks him, what should we do? And he says, oh, whatever you want, you decide. Say, what I want is to know what you want. I want you to step forward with some ideas. I, like a man who says, I'll handle it. And he steps forward and handles it. And doesn't just say, just tell me what to do. I'll do it. You know, even a lot of men, when their marriages are in trouble, and, you know, I meet men like this and I coach them, and it's sad. And the men will say, 
you know, if my wife would just tell me what she wants, I'll do it. I, I want to keep my family together. I say, you know, that's that's not what she wants. She doesn't want someone who says, tell me what you want. She wants you to step forward like a man and be a leader. And it's so amazing that there's so many women who say, I divorced my husband because he acted like a five-year-old. He always asked me, he was always asked me to tell him what to do. I, I want a husband and a man who can take charge. And even, you know, women who will, let's say, they, they own a business or they're a doctor or a lawyer with their own practice. They'll say, well, you know, I may be a boss at work, but when I'm with a man, I want to feel like a woman. I want him to take charge. So you got to say those words. Don't just say you're not doing enough or I'm fed up with you. You know, just say, I, I want you to take charge. I want you to take the lead. I don't want to have to make all the decisions. I, you, you don't have to, I don't have to let you, like some men will say, well, what if my wife doesn't let me uh, lead? I don't, I, you don't need my permission to lead. Just step forward and lead. If I disagree with you, I'll tell you, but I like it. When you lead, and women will say, and I've had this women say it to me, and the men I coach will say, women will have said it to them. When a man leads, it makes them feel safe and protected. Really, those words, safe and protected, that's what she wants. She, and when a man who just like, oh, whatever you want, she, she doesn't want him to say, to, oh, you, you handle it. No, you be the man, step forward and take charge. Mm -hmm. Quite interesting. And you said your books are uh, translated into 24 languages and all, which means... Uh, you might have had a good reader base and all. And please share about good strategies that your readers might have shared with you on dealing with men or women. Well, the main thing is really, you know, like step forward. Like don't, like to realize you're in a situation, it's not working. Like examine what you're doing. You know, like, like I was saying at first, you know, we blame the other person. It's all the other person's fault. You know, I know so, so many people, they get divorced and I, I say, well, did you ever think about what you need to do differently to, to, that would, you know, change your spouse? And they, they just say, no, I, you know, I married the wrong person. Well, you know, marriage is growth and yep, it's all learning. And, you know, if every couple who had problems got divorced, there would be a hundred percent divorce rate because, you know, marriage is, is challenged as overcoming challenges, a lot of challenges. So I tell, I tell people, look at yourself, look what you're doing. Look what, ask yourself what you have to do differently. So like for women, they say, like, realize, what I tell women, realize he's not doing it to frustrate you. Like, women, he gets very frustrated. He does, they say he doesn't act like a man. He acts like a child. I said, you know what? He thinks he's being a non-controlling good guy. He, does, he doesn't realize he's frustrating you. He actually thinks he's doing the right thing. I mean, I get this so often. I shouldn't laugh because I thought the same thing years ago. <laughs> So just realize he's not doing it to frustrate you. He really doesn't know that you want him to step forward. You know, men, there's all this talk about toxic masculinity and being controlling. Men don't want to be that. So they think, I'll play it safe. I'll let her decide everything. But um, I tell him, you know, tell, ask him. I'd like you to say, I'll handle it. Uh, and even like give him ideas on like, you know, let's say a common situation. Let's say a couple gets married, they have a child, the husband's parents, you know, the, the wife feels the husband's parents are like, or the mother, especially the mother-in-law is meddling too much. He's mixing in too much, telling her what to do. And then there's the husband in the middle. He's got his wife on one side and his mother on the other side. They said, look, you know, women get very frustrated with both of them. The mother and daughter and daughter-in-law get frustrated because he's not handling it. So I say, you got to talk to him in a way to encourage him to handle it. They say, Maybe if they have suggestions, maybe they should give it to you. And then you, if you think they're good suggestions, we'll discuss it. 
you know, just be, you're, you're the man in the middle. Don't back away. Don't the problem goes away by itself. Just step forward. Excellent. So, Elliot, uh, now can you share your wisdom for men who wants to have a successful relationship? Well, the three most important things, show your share of leadership. It's not about being domineering and controlling. It's, it's step forward. When there's problems, step forward. Don't just wait for your wife to tell you what to do. It's very frustrating. And she will love you. She wants a man who's strong and can step forward and makes her feel safe and protected. It's an amazing thing. Like I, I, I experienced in my own life and the men that I've coached, like, like I said, they'll say it, the, the women love it. They don't want to always have to be told, tell you what to do. Make decisions, you know, so often. So often, I mean, I, even the guys I coach, we laugh about this. Some, so many times a woman will say, you know, what do you want for supper, chicken or fish? And the man says, you know, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> why does she let her, I, why do I have to make the decision? The decision really doesn't matter to me. And, and, and so I said, yeah, well, good. So then you can make it because she wants you to make the decision. It makes her feel that you care. And if you make a decision, so whatever she asks you, like, what color do you want to paint this room? Don't say, whatever color is fine with me. Make a decision. She likes it. And the other thing is take responsibility. That's a very big one. Like, don't think, well, I didn't make the decision. She made it. So if it goes wrong, I could blame her because I didn't make the decision. Don't ever do that. <laughs> Don't ever do that. And, you know, one of the, I, I tell people, you know, not, the book's not religious and I'm not pushing religion, but, you know, in the story of Adam and Eve, there's so much wisdom. You know, Adam, there's one commandment. Don't eat the fruit of the tree of knowledge. Eve eats it. Then she pushes Adam to eat it. At first he says no, and then he gives in. And then, then God says to Adam, did you eat the fruit of the tree of knowledge that I commanded you not to eat? I'm not pushing religion here, but the story is so powerful to me. What does he do? Does he say, ah, yeah, I'm responsible for what I didn't know. He says, the woman you sent me gave it to me, and I ate it. When I read that, I couldn't believe it. I said, he gave in to something he knew was wrong, and then he blamed his wife. Well, a lot of men today do, do that, and I tell you, I did it too. <laughs> a lot of men, I know, said, yeah, I gave in to this. My wife wanted these expense, expensive renovations. We really couldn't afford it, but I gave in. And then, you know, when we got it, went through a very difficult time financially, I blamed her. Well, it didn't help you, did it? <laughs> and, and that couple, I just told you, about, you know, they ended up getting divorced and the people who bought their house, uh, you know, that take responsibility. Don't think, oh, I'll just let her do it her way and then I'll blame her when it goes wrong. Very, very important. Don't, you know, she wants to feel you're protecting her. And when you blame her, you're not. So we have to make, sure that women feel they are safe and protected. That's a powerful tip. And uh, Elliot, now can you share about your first book, very briefly talk about being the strong man a woman wants. Timeless wisdom on being a man. Right. So that's, that's uh, this book right here. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, that, that was a book, like the, the, main, the main three points about that is, like I said, you know, show leadership, make decisions, take responsibility. The book is in the form of a story of a grandfather teaching this wisdom to his grandson because his father didn't teach it. The wisdom missed a generation. And that's so true today. The whole world, not the whole world, but so much of the world, men haven't been taught this wisdom about being a leader. You know, when I learned it, I, I was like, well, I didn't know that. You mean I, I, I'm supposed to be a leader? I, I realized I wasn't a leader, and I didn't have a clue how to be a leader. <laughs> I had to learn. So that's really 
And and how do men learn it? Traditionally, they learned it from their fathers, their grandfathers. You know, they, they were role models. They watched how their fathers did things. But today, you know, many fathers, well, a lot of young men are raised in families where they don't have a father, they're, they're divorced. The father's not really very uh, present in their lives. And even if they are, like a lot of men have, have adopted this attitude, okay, you know, yes, dear, I'll just do whatever my wife says and she'll be happy. I don't know why she's not happy. <laughs> I'm doing everything she wants. It, it, it's because he's not being a man. So in the book, it's like it's a young man learning this wisdom from his grandfather because his father didn't know what to teach him. That makes sense. I think, uh, yeah, it is uh, something much needed in the society, especially in these kind of uh, uh, society where uh, Many young women are getting separated and all, right? Yeah, definitely. I think that is a worth uh, sharing wisdom. And uh, congratulations on the success of uh, your first book and also all the best on your second book as well, uh, Iliad. All right. So moving on to the rapid fire round, I would like to quickly open a rapid fire round with your consent just to lighten up the mood mm -hmm. of our audience. <laughs> all right. So mm -hmm. let me fire the first bullet. What is one bold thing that you have done so far in your life? Well, you know, I tell you, we were just talking about that first book, Being the Strong Man and Woman Wants. To me, that was that was really like, I'm thinking like, who am I to put together this book? I gathered together all this wisdom. Like, that's what it is. It's wisdom from different sources written over a few hundred years. I think, you know, people would say, well, you know, who are you? You're divorced. Why are you writing a book on how a man should be? And I said, well, you know what? This book is all the lessons I learned that I should have known. And I, I felt kind of like I, I was taking a risk, but uh, interestingly, it was a response was positive. Excellent. All right. So moving on to the next one. What is your favorite word in other language? In another language. So I'm from Canada. We also speak French here. And my favorite word is bienvenue because in, in Canada, bienvenue means welcome, like hello, but it also means you're welcome, like thank you, you're welcome. So uh, I thought that's kind of interesting. So I'm just a word. Oh, good one. All right. So share, can you share one life-changing incident that changed your perspective? Well, I think like I said, you know, when I got divorced, it really was like a kick in the head. And I realized I had to, uh, I had to look at myself and change. And, I, you know, I, I coach a lot of men who are divorced. And it's not easy. It's, not a, it's a very difficult time. Especially, you know, these are good guys. I mean, the people, they, they really want to keep their family together. They, they really try their hardest and, and they don't really understand why when they're following everything they hear about being a you know, sensitive, non-controlling guy, it, it didn't work, why she's so excited with him. So that, that was really a kick in the head for me. Sorry to hear that. And let me move on with my next uh, question. Which superhero character do you relate yourself with, uh, Elliot? Well, obviously Superman. The Superman transformed himself from a meek, mild-mannered Clark Kent to Superman, who's, who, you know, went flying through the air and solved problems. He saw a problem, he stepped forward, and he dealt with it. He didn't wait for Lois Lane or anybody to tell him what to do. Superman, definitely. Quite interesting. Moving on to the last one for the rapid fire. Elliot, what is one electronic gadget or technology that you'd like to see or invent yourself? Well, I would like see some kind of like cap that you could put on your head and it would record your dreams right because so many times i have dreams and i think my god i remember this this would be a great story to write down and then i don't remember it in the morning so that's what i would like some kind of thing is 
you put it on your head like a thinking cap, but a, a dream cap, and it, and it records what you're dreaming. You gonna invent that first, Lamy? It it it's quite interesting and mind blowing actually, right? Because uh, so far I've come across time machines and uh, drones, flying drones kind of thing, or. um uh, some other technology about uh, sustainability and all but this is something i am coming across for the very first time super <laughs> i really loved it <laughs> all right so yeah that was an amazing rapid fire round with that let me flip back to the mainstream and before i let you go one final question for today's conversation elliot what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers you know one advice that i always got like don't give up uh, get up that's a uh and a relative of my uncle used to tell me and another piece of advice is keep learning like you want a thing that helped me and 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 as it helps you succeed in business and in your relationships is uh join toastmasters i was are you a member of toastmasters it was one of the best things i've ever did it teaches you to speak up it teaches you to show leadership you know leadership in the community leadership in business leadership in your family and to speak up and not just be quiet thinking you know you don't want people will criticize you it really that was one of the best things I ever did so i encourage people to do that absolutely in fact uh, i did my toastmasters uh, competent communicator about 9 uh, years ago i thoroughly enjoy toastmasters journey and in fact now also if i get an opportunity to attend a meeting i try to sneak into it okay. it is really an amazing platform thank you thank well, you for sharing that yeah this one let me know people here the book here is being a strong man and woman wants here is How to get your man to wear the pants? They're both available on Amazon all over the world. Absolutely, and, yeah. And and we are going to publish the uh, link to the books in the show notes. So audience, just go ahead and visit the show notes, and you'll find the direct links where you can purchase those books and uh, get inspired. And definitely, that is going to improve your relationship. And uh, yeah, that that's amazing. So. Uh, Elliot this has been one of the greatest conversations that I've had on the podcast and I really loved your energy levels and loved all the examples loved all the insights and all thank you so much for being part of the show thank you for joining me okay thank you very much for having me all right so okay. folks before we move into the trivia section here is a small request to you in case if you haven't subscribed to us please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from Also if you have loved this conversation and found it useful request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice thank you so much in advance now let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode so folks today we learned a lot about uh, maintaining positive relationships and how to safeguard and protect women and lot of uh, tips in terms of improving relationship between wife and husband let us talk about cuddling because cuddling is uh, something which releases natural painkillers and you might have heard about this uh, hormone called oxytocin right the so called love or cuddle hormone and it is produced during an embrace or cuddle the hormone appears in the brain ovaries and testicles and is thought to be involved in the bonding process you know the research has found that a dose of oxytocin a dose of oxytocin decreases headaches significantly and for some it even makes the pain go away completely after 4 hours and it is definitely worth trying hug and cuddle medicine before jumping to chemicals and pills and you know recently i came across an article wherein in the europe there is a person who 
is considering himself as chief cuddling officer is actually hugging people and charging them on hourly basis that that is the amount which he is charging for the for the time he is spending but he has learned a lot of uh, techniques which will actually soothe the person that he hugs means the clients who are approach him right they get a lot of relief from stress and all so likewise uh, chief cuddling officer has become a new profession and i'm sure it is going to spread to the rest of the world very soon so that's all for today but before i let you go in case if you have any speaker recommendations or if you would like us to cover some specific topics please drop me a note on social media platforms or email me at theguidingvoiceforyou@gmail.com Thank you in advance folks I'm your host Navin a just a fellow IT professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the lives and careers of millions across the globe until next time bye bye